0: G'day and welcome to this very special 18-week podcast series, Ministry Memories, in honour of our 18th anniversary this year at Bayside Church. We've gone through the old archives and had a look at some of the fantastic guest speakers and ministers that we've had the privilege of hosting here in our pulpit over the years. And We thought it'd be a great idea to revisit and remind and refresh our memory on some of the timeless truths that those ministries have brought through. Enjoy. Uh, We have a uh, number of visitors, as I've just said, but we also have a very special guest today, all the way from Sydney, a very good friend of ours, Izzy Dejicini, who uh, we're going to be giving the microphone in about a minute's time. How many of you are excited about that? Jay and I have known uh, Isabella and Finton, otherwise known as Finn and Iz, or together, the Fizzies. Yes otherwise known as Finny Nizzy Izzy DeGicini from Jubilee Church in Waverley, Sydney. That is their whole sort of spectrum, you see. And uh, But the Fizzies, we've been friends with Izzy and Finn for probably from a distance, close to 20 years, uh, closer in the last, I guess, 10 to 15 years, and have had a number of significant points in our life that have included them. And uh, they are a great value. We've visited their church a number of times. They have ministered here, uh, most notably, I think, a few years ago when we had uh, them with Joshua Mills, our friend from Canada, uh, who ministered at a conference we called See, See, Hear and Speak, had a prophetic edge to it, and that was probably four years ago now. And it was a real momentous occasion, Uh, that event, as all our annual conferences have been. But just a great privilege to have Izzy in the house with us this morning. Uh, she's not only a speaker, uh, a church leader, a mother of six, including one who's just got married, so grandmother coming up. Uh, she was looking at some of Zoe's toys last night and said, where can I buy one of these dolls? I said, why? She goes, for my grandkids. I'm like, of course, of course your grandkids. She's already thinking it. her son got married two weeks ago, so she's on to it. She's, uh, <laughs> she's, she's also Italian, so it comes with the... Uh, it comes with the with with the with the territory. Uh Izzy's also a musician and known around the world for her for her music. Um, uh, anyone who grew up in Africa uh, would be very familiar with a song that her and, Izzy, um, her and her husband wrote many years ago that has basically become a, a Christian national anthem in, South Af- or in Southern Africa and all throughout African nations. So in certain parts of the world, very well known for her music. Izzy's brought some of her CDs today and, uh, and they're available on the uh, the wine communion table up the back there. Her latest one's only just recently been released in the last few months and uh, for 20 bucks. and then there's a whole bunch of others for $10. Uh, some of them are purely instrumental, great for soaking prayer, putting your kids to sleep, putting yourself to sleep, just enjoying environment around the home. Not because they're boring, okay? I didn't say that, a beautiful environment made by worship and in music and psalmistry. So uh, if you want to um, uh, if you've never heard Izzy before, you want to grab a hold of them that'd be a great investment but uh in the meantime, why don't you put your hands together and welcome Izzy de to the home? Bless you and now yeah we the the people from three rows back would appreciate you being up there, but you had the freedom to. We're as tall as each other now. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: Why don't you extend a hand to Izzy and maybe put one on your own heart. Um, Paul said, pray that I may, he asked churches to pray for him, that he may declare the gospel courageously and with boldness. So it's good to pray for those who preach. And Jesus also said, uh, to one point to his listeners, he said, be careful how you listen. Don't just be careful how preachers preach or or preach well, but make sure you're good listeners. So let's pray for those two things. Dad, this morning I placed my hand on my heart. I thank you that I am here today. I prayed for the person next to me earlier, but right now, for me, I thank you I am here. And right now I am in this moment. Today I live from above. I live in the now as I look for the future but I'm living in the now. Right now, I am here. This is where I am. And my full attention is engaged now. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for teaching me today. And Holy Spirit, we thank you for empowering Izzy. We thank you for the mantle that she has, the gifts and the grace that is on her life. And we thank you for moving through her today, for speaking your words, for speaking her beautiful words. And we pray that she would so enjoy and be fulfilled <laughs> in our family this morning. In Jesus' name, we bless her and honor her. Come on, everyone, say amen. yes and amen. Bless her. You. Put James together thank again. You so Izzy, much. over to you.
2: And my kids. thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jay Chad, for your very very warm welcome, and um, all the other leaders that I haven't had a chance to just meet and shake hands with, but I met a couple of you at the do- at just outside, and. Um, I'm gonna to have to move around. Is it okay if I move from side to side? Right. So at least I have some. Are you used to that? Some. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, used to pacing. All right, that's good. Just thank you so much. I honestly have uh, really felt like there's just such warmth in this room. I don't, it's not the heaters. I feel like there's such acceptance, and uh, I was we yeah, we were here about four years ago. It feels like something has seeped into the ground. And um, I don't know if you always have times like that, but I, was, I felt this morning just so blessed and so touched by being with you. So bless you for what you have remained in, because there's lots in the Bible about remaining and remaining and remaining. And he said, if you remain in me, if you let my words remain in you, you uh, will bear much fruit, fruit that will last. And I, I don't know, I see a rich vine here. And I, I love what Jay said. I don't know how many of you were here in the prayer meeting. This morning, she just had an outstanding word. And, I, you know, does she always talk like that? She just brings out these. I'll wait for her to come back because I've got some stuff to say in her face. <laughs> in her beautiful face, I would like her to hear. But just the, the richness of the, 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 the fact that this is an old vine. And um, that with an old vine, there are often very rare vines that you only get certain types of wine. And I feel like this is a very, very special. Cultivated place. So thank you. It's an honour to be here. It's wonderful. Um, I would like to do a couple of prophetic things, but I just want you to kind of accept me first. Otherwise, if I freak you out... (laughs) No, I won't do that. I won't do that, but actually, I will start with the lady who was singing last. Yeah. What is your name? Ellie. Is it okay if you stand up or... Is that alright? Can I start with Ellie? Ellie. I just when you when you when I saw you, I thought, oh, I don't know if you've ever seen Patricia Butzma, um, but she's a very she's a Canadian and she's a very powerful prophetic woman that kind of heads up, I think prophetic council there. You reminded me of her, and I thought, God, I think she has a real prophetic sound. And um, I was kind of waiting for you to come out, <laughs> and when you started to sing, I just heard the sound of like a deep deep well. It was beautiful. And um, I just want to thank you for the place that you've cultivated in your own life, that it's been costly and it's beautiful. And um, as you were singing, I saw this bottle of wine being the cork taken off. And, you know, usually with a good wine, you'd want to pour it into glasses. I suppose those of you who are good, used to good vintage. Um, but the Lord said, no, this is for cooking. It's a great wine, but I'm going to put it on the stove. And I saw him just pouring you out over this massive stove in the massive pot and the heat was being turned up. And it was like the fragrance of what you are is permeating something else that's being mixed. And he says your taste is being mixed, it's being put in the mix and it's being mixed and it's going to flavor everything. And I feel from that, so this is not a big heavy for you, it's like this is a shared thing, that Ellie is kind of like a a taste of what's on this house. Uh, She's a prophetic sound that is is coming under this warmth, this heat that is accelerating, that's definitely been accelerating over the last few years. And I feel like it's coming from underneath you. So I'd love to just pray for you. Is that all right, Ellie? Just lift up your hands. Is there anybody who could stand with her? And just face me so that you don't... Yeah, and can anybody just stand... With her. So Father, we just thank you for Ellie and we just bless the vintage that she is. We bless Lord the years of just of worship and faithful worship. The fact that she has trusted you and, and I just see like even five years ago there was intense intimidation in your life that I feel like he's he's put a five gold star on you. He's saying, Well done, well done champion. You came through that. And, um, you've got, have you got children? Do you have a middle child? I feel like she's your arrow. It's like she's come from the inside of you and she carries that same sound. Whoa. Holy. Holy. And so, God, we pray for her. What is her name? Abby. I met her. God bless her. I think I met her. Was she throwing your teddy bear around? Yeah. I was watching her and I. Abby, Fushara Basika. Abby, we bless you. We bless the sound that's within you. We bless the warrior and the spirit of a warrior that you carry. And we bless you, Ellie, that you carried her. And as a prophetic sign, that you carry the prophetic within you, that you've always carried it well. And you've carried it faithfully. And there were times where you just thought, God, I just wish you wouldn't show me these things. And I wish you wouldn't speak to me about that. I wish you would just do it to the bold and the brave. And God says, But I gave it to the beautiful. <laughs> and so, Ellie, we bless you. And today, I just thank you, Father, that she receives even more that you uncork this bottle even more, and that you cause her to come into the greatest heat wave she's ever experienced. We thank you, God, for a double portion, that she would just come under waves and waves of revelation, that there would be a, like a steam of revelation that would come up from out of your life. I thank you, God, that you waken her with a, with a word that sustains the weary, and I just see on your tongue, it's like you already have the taste of wine. You already have mourning on the tip of your tongue. Shakura Basa. And so we bless this house with your tongue. And we thank you for the faithful songs. And we thank you for the warrior songs and the love songs and the champion songs and the songs of the laid-out lovers. And God, I thank you for just, yeah, many more prophetic songs. (laughs) And you would just explode at times, just like a bottle. And that it would come pouring out and that it would permeate anything that the enemy would want to cook up. He would just regret. He would just regret. Thank Thank you. 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 In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yay. Yay, Jesus. Where is Luke with the bass guitar? Is it bass guitar? Luke? Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and um, let's go and do it over here. Let's go and change sides so these people get to see some fun. Don't you like it? Because, you know, cause you know I, Finn has this habit of just preaching that side, and I get such a neck because I sit in the front. I go, honey, could you just move over <laughs> so that we don't, you know? Anyway, come um, Yeah, hallelujah. You're a fine young man, Luke. And Luke, I just see that um, when I heard the, you know, when I was watching on stage just for a minute, I just heard the word Skywalker, and I felt the Lord say that you're somebody who's going to walk on top of the ceilings um, that have been around. And I feel like that has to do with, um, I don't know what work you do, but I see you drawing out a new way, and um, it's on top of the other way. It's like superseding. God's saying He's giving you an improved design. Um, so I'm not sure what you do, what that's involved with. What do you do for a living? IT. IT? Yeah. Well, also a 3D
0: drawing, which is one layer oh, top of the. Oh, uh, yay! Yeah. Yeah. That's kind cool. of cool. Right. <laughs>
2: Very good. Well, that makes sense then, because I was thinking, dear God, I hope, yeah, that He doesn't just decorate cakes or something. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be fine, which is a very noble job indeed, (laughs) but um, I was wondering where we're going to go with that. Um, So yeah, Father, we just thank you. You know, the Bible says that there is, uh, in in the house of Obed-Edom, the presence of God was there for three months. I believe you're going into three months of intensive, like, zooped up kind of intelligence. I feel like he's giving you a window of three months to be able to see, like laser, into some new designs. And um, I really don't say that lightly. I want to release that to you. And um, that this is something that's going to increase your, uh, what is it called? Like your job description. It's going to increase your capacity and your ability to go into the next thing because you're going to lift up and walk onto something else. And so, God, we just thank you right now for just a release of supernatural creativity, um, knowledge that he hasn't seen yet design that he hasn't dreamt about yet and we just thank you god that you just even his eyesight would be able to see into things that he hadn't seen before and so we thank you god in all dimensions that you're able to increase and multiply bless him mightily god thank you for his faithful heart you always bless the faithful lord and now god thank you that you increase in him a desire and an expectation for more at God, there is more, and you're increasing his capacity to even desire it. And so we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Let him dance upon the ceilings, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. <laughs> it's nice, isn't it? <laughs> Yay. Thank you for receiving that. I want to tell you something interesting. I had a a word once for a man in our church many years ago. And he was working, like, ridiculous hours in Sydney as a sound, as a kind of like a jingles creator. And I saw the hours he worked, and I saw the family struggle. They had three kids, very little money. Like, really, I'm talking about not even able to go up and buy coffee. And rent is super high. So they were under strain. I I remember the one day God saying to me, "Um, tell him that I have a really – i have a promotion for him and i had this incredible word i said i see you growing a mane on the side of your face you're becoming a lion in your own right and you're no longer just under the boss that you have but god's going to give you your own jurisdiction you're going to roar over your whole studio god is going to make you a partner with a whole another studio and he's going to increase you will not believe the wealth that's coming to you and he was like yeah yeah whatever and uh, I actually felt a bit slighted, not for my personal sake, but it wasn't my word. It was, I really felt it was God's word. And then about nine months later, I felt the Lord honestly say to me, go to the back where he's sitting and tell him that if he doesn't want that, I will give it to somebody else. So I thought, oh, dear God, that sounds really not so gracious, but you know, I'll do what you say. It's always good to obey. Yeah, it's just really simple, isn't it? <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, I went to the back and I said, listen, I've got to tell you that if you don't take this, I'll give it to somebody else, but I'm talking big wealth. And I gave him the word again. Long and the short of it, within a year he had his own studio. He now owns two houses, well over a million each. Um, uh, he he uh, at one stage he owned two places. I mean, they're wealthy. They they they're the top studio of his kind in Sydney. Um, he's uh, I think his partner was his first partner was a Jewish man, very clever businessman, and he went to make great wealth from not being able to have a coffee to at one point having two houses in Sydney. I think that's, I call that great wealth. So it's important how we take it, because it's it's nothing personal. It really, I go away and it it doesn't change my life, but it does change your life when you take something that you know is for you. And sometimes we struggle to think that God would be so kind as to give us something more than what we have, yeah? Yeah. or sometimes we vacillate, I don't know if you like, but you have ideas of grandeur and you wonder why you're not there yet and then you have ideas of like, well, what happened to my little life? Does anyone else struggle with alter ego issues or is it just artists? You, you see, you're so gracious, you're lovely. All right, so Chad and Jay, I had to look up your names because I just thought there is a significance about you guys. And so I looked up all your kids' names. They were beautiful meanings. And Jesse is a gift, which I guess, you know, gift. But um, who's next? Ebony? She's next. And she's, but like a really strong, dark, it was like dark strength, which I thought was quite powerful. I kind of pictured you as like an avatar, you know, like a warrior just coming out of the woods, you know, just beware of Ebony in the spirit. That's what I saw. And then Charlie, I forgot what Charlie means. What is Charlie? Charlie is... Was... I, I looked it up. I, I looked it up and I was, thought I was, had my fabulous memory on, but it switched off just on Charlie. Ch- Charles or Charlie. And then Zoe, which is life, because I've also got a Zoe. I had Zoe 18 years ago, and she's just absolutely full of life. She's a personal trainer, and just beware. She can probably lift you. And I'm not kidding, she's that strong. She's as tall as me, as short as me, but as tall as me. It's just whichever way you look at it, you know. If you ground up, it's really tall. <laughs> and um, she's full of life. So this little Zoe is full of life. So I'm just thinking these amazing four children that have come from your lives. And um, I looked up Chad, and Chad, in, in the early, oh, I can't pronounce what the words were, but... Um, meant battle. Warrior. Yeah, but like the most common was battle. So it's like if you said Chad, in a, I don't know what year it was, but it, it meant a battle. And then it also meant like a defender, a warrior. Somebody later on, just because I looked about four different ones, warrior, a defender, somebody who is known in battle. And J, one of the meanings in Sanskrit is Victory. So I just looked at that and I thought, Victor Harbor, there's been a battle. And together, you're powerful. You can't have victory without a battle. There's no point, is there? What have you won? I mean, it's all very well. We say that Jesus won everything. But the reason why we're on a planet Earth and we don't get sucked up into the vortex of heaven the moment we're saved is because... God wants to show off what he's won. Yeah. Yeah. If we are his prize, he wants to show off his strength to us. Am I doing this wrong or is it just every now and again exploding? Every now, Is it something common? If it's my bad, I'm so sorry because I do blow up watches.
0: Should we try another one? Yeah. Right. Number three.
2: <clears throat> Number three.
0: And Charlie might mean for any man.
2: Yes, that's it. That's the one. Freedom, free man. That's it. That's what I saw. It's kind of cool if you string all those names together. That God gave you gifts that would be like dark, strong warriors that were free people full of life. I just think if you string all your children together, you have a most royal, unbelievable warrior heritage. And so it's no surprise. You know, harbors aren't always safe places. Harbors are places like Sydney Harbour was, was attacked and bombed by the Japanese when, way back, whatever. And harbors are, are places of safety. Zebulun, like the, the, um, the people of Zebulun in Genesis. It speaks about them being people who were uh, of the coastlands. There were people of the coast. There were people who were a safe place for others to come and to gather and to settle. And this is what it is. But sometimes there is a battle. Yeah. Yeah? And sometimes you have to ask, what is the battle over? And if you just think that your life is about God, you might miss what the battle is over. And if you just think that this life is about you, you might also miss what this life is about. It's both. You see, it's all about you and it's all about God. And the battle will involve you. It will. And so the things that we have to battle through are who we are. Which is why I guess I was so touched in the song this morning that, you know, we sing. Who we are is loved. And so I saw you guys in this incredible fusion with these warriors, just with one victory after the next. And I just hear him saying thank you for standing Thank you for standing and thank you for the worship sound that you've become in this place. Because you haven't harbored bitterness, you haven't harbored envy, you haven't harbored any kind of disquiet, but you've settled in a place of safety and you've allowed God to harbor you and to become the one who surrounds you. And you've allowed him to become the glory within you. I feel like he's going to turn up the heat in a good way. Because, you know, Jay, one of the things that she was saying, and I believe was so prophetic this morning, she says, what if you imagine the waters around you becoming wine? What if every time you looked at the ocean, you thought, we're surrounded by his vintage. We're surrounded by his love. We're surrounded by his spirit. There's a never-ending wave of his spirit coming to and fro. The tide of his love, it's, it's a relentless Coming, it's a relentless moving. It's a relentless washing. All the little boats and all the little people and all of Asia want to come and see how beautiful Victor Harbor is because it's going to get more and more busy. And I don't know if the locals like that idea. But unfortunately, this place is growing. It is right. So I know you don't want to Westfield. I don't. I know you don't want a whole lot of development. But it will develop. And in the next 15 years, it is astounding. This place is not just going to double, treble. It's going to be incredible. They're going to be some of the top schools in these areas. Some of the top surgeons in these areas. The, most, the, the finest is being kept for this place. And so look at your lives right now and think, why are good things targeted? Look at Jesus. Jesus. It wasn't anybody kinder who walked the planet. And he was targeted. Like they got him good, right? <clears throat> so, I, uh, I think I'm kind of finished with that. But I tend to kind of hover in and out of the prophetic words. So forgive me. People go, I couldn't really listen to your prophetic word. Did it have a beginning and an end? It's like, I don't know. Because it just keeps coming out. So I don't really know how to do that. And sometimes it happens that way and sometimes it doesn't. But, Uh, I do want to encourage you to get this latest one. The other ones are really good. It was a practice run-up till this one. Uh, We did this album called Rising Up in Studio 301, which is a great studio in Sydney, and worked with some of the top musers. It was just a lot of fun doing it. You will receive fun when you listen to this. One of the songs that I wrote um, is called Rising Up. And that's why the title album is on there. And it came from years of actually just singing songs in difficult times. And so from the Bible where it says, I will make your desert places places of springs, it's, it's singing the songs of the barren woman. It's a battle. People look at Finny and Izzy and they go, wow, they're always writing songs. Some of the toughest times were my times where I wrote songs. You know, they say you have to be taught, you know, they usually say it. musicians have to be tortured in order to kind of come up with good music. I don't believe it because I don't, you know, it's really, I'm not a tortured soul at all, really. I'm quite, I'm quite steadily happy through the years. I know, But there is a reality that the buoyancy of God keeps you when you stay at his feet and when you stay drinking the wine and when you stay understanding that you're not going to wake up one day and find the ocean is gone. I don't believe in seasonal drinking. Imagine if you woke up one day and said, today I don't feel like looking. And you just decided to put big sticky things over your eyes and you just walked into everything all day long, got into your car, got into a whole lot of trouble, <laughs> rode off your car and other people's, got your license taken away. And people, you know, that, it sounds ludicrous, right? So that's just your eyes. Imagine if you decide, I don't want to hear anymore. I don't want to listen to people anymore. Some people have done that. Some people are still doing that <laughs> today. And you know. All the best. How's it working out? Now, we don't think of it as a, we don't think of seasonal hearing or seasonal seeing. So why do we treat our tongues in the spirit as seasonal? Well, you know, I had a good drink in 2004. (laughs) Is anybody with me? When did you last take a good swig of God's ocean and go, that is God's goodness for me? When can you look in the scriptures and go, that's not just something I'm expecting tomorrow. This is for me now. So I had a message which was completely changed and turns on its head, and I blame Jay. (laughs) Because I thought I cannot speak about what I was going to speak about after hearing that. So instead of Isaiah 40, which is where I wanted to go, which I might skip through illegally and just thread through, you know, as I, 40, as I scramble through, I do want to speak to you about Mary and the wedding of Cana. And uh, the Bible tells us that there were, she was with Jesus at a wedding, and the wedding was in full go, and it was beautiful until the wine ran out. And uh, we see that Mary turns to her son and says, um, you're going to do something about this, aren't you? Yeah, I'm paraphrasing. You're going to do something about this, aren't you? And he said to her, Mother, why are you worrying me at this point? Why are you including me? Why are you involving me? Why are you doing this? Why are you expecting me to do something? Can you say the word out loud, expecting? Expecting. Expecting. Those of you who are women, you can say expecting. See, I wear double belts to give an illusion of a flat stomach, but it's incredible what you can do with lots of belts because... You just hired a multitude of sins and stretchings. And, you know, it just wows. The belts will wow you because you don't know what's behind, but never mind. Um, <clears throat> what are you expecting? So he turned to her and said, what are you expecting from me? And he, she didn't answer him. She turned to the servants. Now, if you're a guest, you don't usually tell servants what to do. Only the master does that. She stepped into an authority and a rule based on her expectancy let me tell you, there's nothing like being expectant that moves people. When you are very pregnant and you start to yell at people to get towels, get things, get me to the hospital, get me there. I need to get this baby out. People, listen. <laughs> that authority is like no other. The baby is coming now. You see, God does things in the physical to show us things in the spiritual. In fact, he said to his disciples, if you don't get the physical stuff that you can see, What are you going to do with the stuff that I can't actually show you? Because there is stuff that is going on all the time. All right? There is stuff that is going on in your life right now that can change. Not just because you make a good decision, but because you change your expectation. Inside your body is a harbor, every single one of you. You have a harbor that is housing a mentality that is either expecting God or expecting the worst. There's very little in between. <laughs> and she was, Mary was fully expecting that her son was going to do something God that day. So she turns to the servants and says, do whatever he tells you to do. That gave him no option. He didn't say, mom, are you kidding? Not today. Because he actually said to her, it's not my time. Should we read it or do you trust me? Are you going to go back and read it? And John, are you sure? You trust You say I like that. Because you, you guys have read the Bible, right? <sighs> it's not my time. How many times have you thought it's not my time? Yeah. Yeah. I have. I've thought, oh, that's way past my time. I'm 53. Why? How can I, God said to me, start a dance thing. I'm like, Lord, I should have done that in my 30s. Not when I'm 50s. I'm 53 this year. Who does that? He says, do it. It's not my time. (laughs) Who said? You see, Jesus was saying, it's not my time. Because he was making himself vulnerable to the treasure that was in Mary. You see, Mary had been treasuring and harboring things in her heart from when she was pregnant with Jesus. From the moment that angel appeared to her and said, you will be with child, she began to, she received the word. She said, let it be done to me as you have said. In other words, thank you for that prophetic word. I believe it's for me. (laughs) Thank you, Mary, that you said yes. I think those are the first words that happened when she came into heaven. All these angels running around going, Mary, it's amazing that you said yes. It must have been so daunting. You were like a kid at the time. She was about 15. She knew her life would forever change once that barely started to show. People would never look at her the same way. People that used to respect her would never respect her again. They would look at her with suspicion. Her reputation forever changed by saying yes to God. My reputation changed when I said yes to God. In fact, I remember clearly at the age of 27 just saying, I'm sick and tired of my life the way it is. I just want more. I want more, Lord. I'm not getting off this carpet. It was my 27th birthday until I have more. I didn't know what that more was. I saw people rolling around shaking. It was Rodney Howard Brown come through our city, and it was crazy. I said, I want something more. I'm just sick and tired of life every day the same. I don't know, maybe some people only get there later on in life. I got there at 27. I'm like, I'm done. Really, I'm done. I have to know you for myself. I have to know you differently. I'm talking about, i would met Jesus face to face as a 15-year-old. He'd saved me from suicide. He'd saved me from a bunch of things. But at 27, I wanted more. I wanted to know him. I wanted to know the spirit. I wanted to know why people were drinking around me, why I couldn't taste it. And I literally said, I'm not getting off that piece of carpet until you touch me, Lord. It's not bad to put him up under pressure. God can take pressure. You can contend with him a little more. You know, you know, don't pray like you don't mean it. Oh, God, I really thank you. I know it's taking long. Moan, have a good moan. Say, it's just not fair. Why is it taking so long? It's not okay. The people that got up and got well because they were sick of being sick. They didn't think this is my lot in life. I, Well, I'm just sick. No, they just got sick and tired. And went, I want legs. What do you want? I want eyeballs. What do you want? I want to hear. I want to run. I want to chase you, God. I want to follow that voice. I'm sick and tired of waiting until sometime you come visit again. I don't want to wait for a season. I want to change the time. Wow. You see, God's looking for that tenacity in us. He's looking for that Mary harboring of all the things that he's ever spoken to you from when you were tiny, from as far back as you could remember, from things that were even written about you when you were, when you were in your mother's womb. Some people have prophetic words from way back. I didn't. I, 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 was, I had interesting beginnings. My mum and dad <clears throat> went for counseling and they said the way, a good way to stay together would be to have another child. And I was the child that finally did it for them. And so my mom had me in the States. And so people often go, are you South African? I go, no. Well, where were you born? In the U.S. Wow. And then where did you grow up? In Italy. Well, what happened? Well, they got back together again. And so I met my dad at nine months, you know, goo goo And my mom called me her name because she couldn't think of what else am I going to call her. I'll just give her my name. And, um, you know, those aren't great beginnings. I didn't listen to these prophetic messages. I didn't go, Wow. But over all of us, we've been given a promise. We've been given a seed. And what are we doing with that? And what's it becoming in us? You know, you get to give birth to what you expect. You can't give birth to twins unless you're pregnant with twins. If you're expecting double of something, you've got to be pregnant with that. You've got to think double. Have double thoughts. Not double-mindedness, two of everything. I think I'll have that, thank you very much. I think I will, thank you very much. And so Mary was treasuring some amazing thoughts and stored up things in her heart every time she saw Jesus doing something fabulous, like go missing for three days. I mean, wouldn't it freak most of us out? But when Jesus explained why he went missing, she thought about that. You thought, yeah, he's in the right place. She understood something. In some ways, it doesn't speak of Joseph's understanding because I wonder if it was a, just one long puzzling thing for him. Like how the baby got there. What the heck? I'm the man. How do I, how do I be the father to a child I haven't fathered? His challenge is a whole other story. I always tell God, there are so many people I want to sit and hang out with in heaven. Will there be time to interview all these people? Because I just want to be an interviewer. That's what I want to do. Now, where were you on the night of her? What were you really thinking? (laughs) Is it true with all the the teachers and the commentaries? You know, like way before it all winds up, I want to have some stories up there. Going, I knew it. I knew it didn't end like that. I knew it. No, none of you have thought about it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. It's just my brain. So Mary says, right, do what he says. And so the time just changed. It's easy to change the time for God when he sees that you're ready for the next. You don't have to say, Lord, whenever you're ready. He's waiting for you to say, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. People say, how do you cope with six kids? I was never ready for that. Good Lord, no. What were you thinking? We we weren't, were we? (laughs) Love doesn't think. Love loves. Jesus didn't have time to think. Hang on a moment. Is it time? Does this a time, James? Is this even theological? Should she be telling me what to do? Am I not God on the earth? He didn't have time for that. You see, you've got to catch God unaware. What if you're more of a son than what you realize, and you have way more authority? What if? What if healing, raising the dead? Was just the first works. What if the greater works are to change seasons and times? What if the sons of God are gonna come up with the greatest renovation plans for the planet? Are gonna invent the next power source, are gonna own and have monopoly over major industries, and God isn't just gonna increase the kingdom with in great leaps and bounds. And you're going to look back and go, look what he did in just 25 short years. And we, we think the next paycheck is a problem. When God opens your view, you realize that it's not just you. And it is just you. And it's not just God. And it is just God. And it's everybody all together. You see, your harbor gets bigger and bigger. And you get more and more pregnant. Because his goodness begins to fill you. And you get expectant for more. Have you noticed how people don't get instantly nine months pregnant? They have to grow with the weight. Yeah? yeah. And boy, does it grow. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Eventually, you're walking like somebody's kicked you in the backside because you're just like... <laughs> you know? Did I say something bad here? No. I'm so sorry if I did. I just realized <clears throat> Sydney can be quite rough sometimes. Our <laughs> testimonies have to be edited. Um Just because people, yeah, people come up just off the streets and it's quite interesting what can be said. So, uh, where am I doing and how am I doing? Oh, mummy. All right. Okay. I'll be almost done. I had such a great message on Isaiah. It was really good. I could probably write to you when I was, it was really encouraging. I think it was really encouraging. So what happens? The servants go and do exactly what Jesus said. Jesus said, "Fill those six <clears throat> ceremonial containers with water." They weren't even made initially for wine. I like that he takes containers and changes their use. It's kind of like what he does with us. You know, he creates something new in us and makes us for noble use. Right? And he says, fill them up with water, which is gallons and gallons of water. I've forgotten how many. Just before you preach, you memorize everything, and then you forget a week later how many gallons, unless you've got a fabulous memory. Anyway, so they bring in the water, and they sit right, basically serve it up, and they come. And the guests taste the wine, and the master of the whole ceremony says, oh, my goodness, this. uh, the people say this is the best wine, and you've kept to it. Till last. Do you know that the word is not last? The word is, you've kept it till now. You've kept it till now. I want you to amplify that in your belly and go now. Now. You've kept me till now. So now is your activation. And the Bible says that thus his glory was revealed. I used to look at that and go, that? Are you sure that wasn't put in the wrong place? Because like he turned water into wine and that? Is glory? Wow. He said, yes. Whenever I'm able to change instantly one substance into another, that is glory. Yeah. In other words, you can stand in God's presence and you can have one substance. In other words, just I'm tired, God. I'm just really right now. My substance is tired. And God instantly res- res- reboots you. And you go, what happened? Well, you come to a pre-meeting and you, you hear a word and you hear other people's encouragements and you go, what happened to me? I got... C- encouraged that's what the prophetic does that's why we champion the prophetic voices because we go we recognize them don't be scared to champion i know this house does that well it's good to say to those that do something well that is fabulous do it better not let's bring everybody to that level why let the fabulous become more fabulous at that thing why not that's what god that's what god called you to do right I remember somebody coming to our church once and said, do you know what the problem with your church is? There's a really big gap between how you sing prophetic songs and how others sing prophetic songs. (laughs) Firstly, how do you quantify the gap? I'm like trying to figure that one out. And then I I went to the Lord with that and I said, gee God, what am I doing wrong? He said, nothing. He said, how could anybody be like you? I've only made one of you. So there will be a gap between everybody. That same gap. Like, how could I possibly be like you? I couldn't, right? I I don't have your accent. I don't have your amazing heritage because you come from a heritage of prayer. Stand up, please, ma'am. Oh, you're from a house of intercessors. Is that right? I just see this amazing godly heritage behind you. And I don't know if it's your grandmother or your great-grandmother. I don't know what revivals there were in your history. You might want to go and have a look at that tree. But there is revival history in your history. I just see that. There's like a line of God-seekers, people who want it more than just the status quo. Lift up your hands, please. Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you baptize her afresh today. We thank you that you have so much more, that, God, you've put within her a taste for the good wines. And, God, I just thank you right now that you satisfy her soul because she seeks you. God, I thank you for the nuggets, and I thank you for the jewels that come from your throne. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, God. The Lord says, time is your oil. It's what you exchange. It's your, it's your currency. Time. How are your fingers doing? Do you get pain in your hands? Yeah. Right, you're not going to need surgery. Yes. <laughs> Receive a gift receive a gift right now. Reconstruct God. Reconstruct it Lord. We just thank you Lord that you give back to her wealth that went. Release back to her wealth. She has wisdom Lord. Give her wealth. Thank you that wisdom will become wealth and that time is her currency that she's given you and you're blessing her Lord. Thank you God. Thank you for the time that she gives people. Thank you for the time that she gives people. Thank you. Thank you for her, Lord. We bless you for her, God. And thank you for inheritance. We just call forth the angels of revival from the families in this house. God, if you say this is an old vintage, an old vine, we just call forth the angels that come from different places that have been storing up things for a time. And we just want to accelerate that. And if it's okay in this house, if you weigh that up and you feel that it's a good thing, then you can say, it's time. And Lord, we just thank you for the time changes, for the time changes. I feel like in this house there are timekeepers, and there are time changes. And both of you work together. And you need that. You don't just need the ones that are just going to convert everything into wine. You need the ones that know how to administrate the vintage And you have a great administration. You have a great administration. I believe that that's something that's really, you just see from the moment you walk in, it's a great administration. It's like if there's a lot of wine to go around, you'll you'll share it well. But God is also saying there's time changes. There's a prophetic vintage. There is a prophetic sound that wants to be unleashed that will actually take the steps to say, you know what, I think we've just, we just got daylight saving. I just, we're, gonna, we're just going to move the clock a little. We're going to shift the time. And we're not going to wait for the government to tell us we can. We're just going to shift it. And so, God, we just thank you for unprecedented funds to come into this house. We thank you for super kids to really be zooped up. We just thank you, Lord. Just bless this place. Make the community like a, a, be magnetically pulled in. Let the variety shows just explode, God. Thank you for the talent in this house. Thank you for the acting capacity and the ability to just to be outrageous. We just thank you, Lord, that you explode this wine and take it to the streets. That you make them outrageous lovers of people. We thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for that, God. Thank you for that, God. Thank you. Where is the cemetery in this area? Is it close by? Not really. I see you coming into some kind of um, inheritance that has land near a cemetery. If that fits anybody, then that's yours. That's what I just saw. A piece of land near the cemetery, and that's going to be either this house or it's going to be tithed to you or given to somebody. So you might want to hold that, and if it's wrong, you just chuck it. So let me just end with this, because now I'm done. Because it's 1125, no? Yes? Can I can I just end with a? Yeah, yes, I think I could sing one song, for Mary's song, on that. Yeah. What would you like? I would love to just play a little. So
1: let it be done, just as you. Are.
2: not just her children Lord but arrows that are written that already have words written on them that are already brand new birthings new business new ideas and you're going to give birth to many entrepreneurial people people that even they don't even have to be young it's just they have a young heart and they have a desire to do something fresh and new in their lives and I feel like that's what you carry and we want to bless that we want to call that out we want to just say nothing will stop you, because what you have is unstoppable, and nothing will stop the reproduction of this because it's reproducible, and it's 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 kind of like a replica. God is saying it's like there is a template inside there that is going to be a template of, of courage, and you carry the sound of courage inside of you. I feel like there are three distinct preachings that you three distinctive sounds that you carry that you have these three words that if you were to fall on the one or fall on the other they're your go-to words and god's saying he's taking them to a whole new level not just in revelation but in the effect that you have when you speak and i i feel like in the next three months you're going to get an invite to speak at a place you really wanted to go to gives people not just permission but commissions them to go out and we just thank you for the commissioning sound that is also a drawing of the harvesters in the angels of the harvest